and welcome back to Chess and Her Guests. So I haven't done one of these in quite a while. Well, not that long, a couple of months. But this is going to be my first one of 2020. And today... 2021. 2020, oh my God! <laughs> 2021! <laughs> Literally, 2021. I feel like... 2020 again. We don't want to do it again. <laughs> My first show of 2021, people, and today I have got Glynis on, and we're going to be talking all about disabilities and hidden disabilities and how society um, views them and the disability that Glynis has grew up with as well. But I want to start off by you telling us a bit about yourself, like what do you do, just any, any background info you want to give us? So hi guys, um, yeah, I'm Glynis, I'm 31, um, I'm currently a part-time TA. But obviously, because of the, um, the lockdown, I am working from home. Um, recently, I was in a campaign called This Girl Can, which helped me to like show my disability to the world. Because growing up, uh, I was severely bullied and I kind of hid my hand in my pocket. And um, yeah, I was just quite embarrassed of my disability. And since doing this campaign in 2009, I have really like my confidence has just really boosted up um, and I'm really proud of myself which is something that I don't ever say about myself I'm quite actually hard on myself and um, yeah right now I'm tr was it in 2019 yeah so that's when I did the advert yeah in 2019 and then in 2020 early 2020s when the advert came out on TV okay. yeah um, yeah, no, so basically with this campaign, it's just really helped me boost my confidence. Um, like, for example, right now, I'm trying to be an aspiring actress because um, I feel like in society, you don't ever really see black women who have disabilities that are, you know, in the limelight. And I know that I can act. I've always wanted to act since I was in secondary school. And again, because of my disability, because I wasn't confident enough, I was always thinking about what other people are going to think when they see me, etc. I kind of shied away and put it, put it behind me. But like, you know, last year when we started the first lockdown in March, I had like six months to just think about what it is, what I want to do. And it's acting. Acting is where I want my career to go and, you know, end, if that makes sense. So um, I enrolled myself in drama school. Um, it's called Middleweek Newton Academy. And I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm on my third term already. Um, and yeah, that's my happy place. That's where I'm meant to be. And I just want to be an inspiration for so many people, dis like disabled or not, that just go out there and live your dreams. Like, I'm loving it. I've got very good um, classmates. I've got an amazing acting teacher. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just living my life. What I love about acting is that you can do it at like any age. Yeah. It's not like, because obviously characters are like all ages. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what age you start, because I've done an acting course, but I haven't done anything with it yet. Mm -hmm. I might do in the future, who knows? But like, it doesn't matter what, what age you start. Yeah. You can do it. Like, there's no limits to it, I don't feel like. like no, no, there isn't. Any age, even when you're like 90 and you want to start, you can do it. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's I remember. When I was at acting school, I had this man there that was, um, he was he was from America and he was like in his 60s. Mm. And he decided to um, join in and do acting. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, yeah. course, why not? Like, we exactly. always do things, but you can. Like, you can do anything you want to. I think that's what we worry about. We worry about, oh, God, time. There's a limit. But there's no limit for anything. If you want to start your career at 12, if you want to start at 21, if you want to start at 41, if you want to start at 61, 
there's there's yeah. no time limit started it's so hard though isn't it because i'm 24 and i'm like what am i doing with my life i'm like i'm not like obviously i love presenting and i've got like a radio show and stuff but i don't get paid for any of it so i'm like oh my god i need to like earn like earn some money i need to and it's like but why do i like why am i putting this like i need to be doing something right now yeah no yeah you're young even i used to think like, like i'm 31 i'm yeah. gonna be 32 in june and when i hit 30 i hit like such a low time in my life I was really depressed I suffered from really bad anxiety because I'm like I'm 30 and I don't know what I want to do like mm-hmm. all my friends are married children children on the way and I'm just here single um a part-time TA like I'm not doing anything and I was I, I was really really like low you know I didn't even go to work for a month because I was just continuously dizzy mm-hmm. it was horrible but with therapy with like friends and family and stuff I just realized like I am not old I'm young I'm only just 30 do you know what I mean and in a way as much as I hate COVID it did give me time like I said to think about what I want to do with my life so you know everything happens for a reason and you can there's always positives that come out of negatives I suppose like I started doing my radio show in the last lockdown like in the first lockdown and maybe if we didn't have a lockdown I probably never would have done that or it wouldn't have the opportunity to thought about it so yeah, it is true. Um, so can we talk a bit about um, what amniotic band syndrome is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so amniotic band syndrome is um, basically the baby's in the amniotic sac in the womb and your digits entangle in the amniotic sac and basically cuts it off. So if you, um, like with my hand here, fingers try to come, like I've got my thumb on my left hand, but unfortunately this finger couldn't grow and then yeah none of the fingers grow they just entangle and they cut it off yeah so with my feet as well it was side forming at the ankle and then on both legs just didn't form so I don't have any ankles or feet on both my legs and yet you still manage to like, 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 like do everything yeah I drive work I run do exercise go to the gym I swim so was there like when you was I know this is probably a bit when you was younger was mm-hmm. there like, did you ever feel like, oh, I'm never going to be able to do this, or I'm never going to be able to do that, or? Oh yeah, all the time. I never thought I was going to be able to drive ever. Like, I I couldn't see it. I thought my mum or like my late dad or my brothers, I thought they'd be having to drive me everywhere because that's how it was. Like, I, and and I think as well, growing up, I never saw anybody that looked like me, so I was just like, wow, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Like, mm-hmm. simple things of I don't know, maybe even just going on the train by myself. I don't know. Yeah. But, like, definitely one of the things was driving. I thought I would never be able to drive. And then I think it was only when I was about 16 or was it 17, I got invited to come to, like, a test centre. I was, like, far in Croydon and, like, drive, like, an adapted car. And I, my mind was blown. I was like, what? I'm going to, like, going to be able to drive a car in the future? Are you kidding? Like, I, I, I can't... I, I was shocked, like... Honestly, it, it seems weird now because I've been driving for about seven years now. But at the time, I was just, well, I couldn't believe it. Like, wow, I'm actually going to drive. So That's how it. does it work? So basically, in my car, on the steering wheel, you have something called a tripod. Yeah. Where my left hand goes in. And that's controlling um, the steering wheel. And then you've got adaptations that connect to the steering wheel all the way down to the... Um, the pedals so you've got your accelerator and you've got your brake and basically it's I want to say it's like a joystick so like I'm with my right hand which is the good hand I'm pushing 
pushing it away and then pushing it towards me and that's my brake and accelerator. So oh I my drive, God. I, yeah, I drive with just my hands. And then the indicator, so obviously as I'm like controlling it, then the indicator is here. So if I want to go left, left. If I want to go right, right. It's like a switch. Oh my God. And that's how I drive. Uh, that is, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I'm curious about that because I know there are like, I know there are like um, adapt cars that have been adapted and stuff, but I just never really knew. Yeah, it sounds like a video game, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, that is how I drive. Oh my god, that's so good! Yeah, so technology. Sometimes I hate technology. I think, oh, but it's so good in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's it really is. helped you. Like without that, if if only normal cars were available, you wouldn't yeah. be able to drive them. So. Exactly. Yeah. No, technology's come far. I'm I'm really happy, man. Yeah. I'm really happy about that. As you was growing up, like at school, did at school and stuff. Did you ever have like, was you ever bullied or had people say anything to you or? Yeah, yeah, I was bullied. So when I was 11, my dad died. Mm. And then he died in March. And then shortly afterwards, the bullying started, I want to say maybe around September, when we went back to the school, or maybe even earlier than that. I can't remember now. But yeah, I was bullied for three years. So from year seven to year nine, and all by boys, by three boys. Um, yeah, and it, it, I feel like at that point, it ruined me because I was such a bubbly person, bubbly girl. I liked to make friends and stuff and just went into my shell. Just yeah, and it hit your, it like knocked your confidence a lot. Look, knocked my confidence like below, b- b- like way below below. <laughs> it yeah. was bad. It was really bad. I would sometimes even lie to my mum and say that I'm not well, just so mm-hmm. I don't have to go to school. And yeah. how did it stop? Like, how did? Um, that's a good question. So I think eventually I did tell someone. I did tell someone in the school. Even I think at first when I told someone, it still kind of carried on. But then I think like I started heading towards a group of girls. So basically I was the only black girl in my class up until I think year eight or something. And even when she came, because it was another lady, it was another girl, um, she kind of had her other friends. So it was like I was predominantly around white white girls so then there was another class and I could see they're all black girls and um and one of them was like a family friend anyway so like my parents knew each other etc so I just started hanging around with them and uh, I think yeah eventually they had to say sorry the bullies as well they had to write apology and stuff like that and then I don't know whether they were intimidated by these these girls that started hanging around it but it just kind of stopped yeah because I just started hanging around different people like it's like people always like to pick out people's differences. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And I they, like it's like we should like embrace people's differences. Exactly. But like kids and stuff, they always try and pick out people's differences like they're a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think they could see that they knew I wasn't really confident in my disability. Mm. They um yeah, they knew that I wasn't really confident in my disability. So I was I was a target for them. Yeah. And the minute they saw that, oh, yeah, okay, this worked. She's affected by what we did. They just carried on. Mm. That's what Billy does. They, they, it's like they see their prey and they think, okay, yeah, that's one. We're going to continue. So It's so hard, like, not to be affected by what people say to you. Because, you, like you said, if you weren't affected so much, they probably would have stopped because they would be like, oh, well, it's not working. So, But it's so hard when you're young as well. 
to not be affected by, especially at school, like school is exactly. hard. <laughs> yeah. And I think for me as well, because my dad had just died mm. and I was a daddy's girl, I dad yeah. adored my dad so much. So then it was like, although I had two brothers, they're my brothers. So, you know, it, I, I, I missed having that dad figure there, like to, to kind of like guide me in a way. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that, that's all it all, it all comes yeah. into it. It's all part of it. Oh. Yeah. So on your um, Instagram recently, I noticed that you, like, I love your Instagram, by the way. I always look at it. I was like looking for it last night. And Thank you. Your grid, you know, like you put the separate pictures up so they all make one picture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if people are going to understand what I mean, but basically she's posted so then it makes up one picture and it shows, because um, really, even though yours is not a hidden disability, like you said, if you put your hand in your pocket and stuff, people wouldn't necessarily no, know. Yeah. And especially like with your feet, people wouldn't, wouldn't know, like if you're wearing no. shoes. Yeah. So you've, you decided to um, show off your disability. Mm-hmm. What made you do that? Like... It's amazing. I love it. I think it's great. And I just wondered what, what, what was the like, idea behind it kind of thing? Okay. So every 3rd of December is um, National Persons with Disability um, Day. And I think this was the third one I've celebrated since finding out that there was a day for people with disabilities. So I think the first one, I just posted a f- picture with my friend. Um, the second one... Again, I think it was just a video of me talking, talking about my disability. But then it's like, the third one, I'm just like, let's do something different because it's disability day, but I'm just showing my face. Like, let me show my disability and let me show that I'm proud of my disability. Do you know what I mean? So obviously, I think we were we were in lockdown as well. I think, um, no, I think lockdown had just opened. But, you know, when have we really been out of lockdown since last year, March? So I just came down, I said, Mum, I've got an idea. We moved the furniture around and I was like, I'm going to do a photo shoot. Because I'm someone that loves taking pictures. I love oh, same, love it. I love taking pictures. But then I'm just like, you know what? I always take pictures of my leg. Let's take pictures without my legs. Let's go. Because when, um, so a year ago, coming this Thursday, the 14th, is when I went on BBC Channel 5 to did my interviews for This Girl Can. And then when I got home, I said to myself, let me post. So basically, I take it off my legs. I was sitting down on the floor and I just looked, I was just looking at my stumps. And again, the idea just came in my head. I'm going to post a picture like this. So I think my friend took a picture of me and she gave me my phone. I looked at it and I liked it. And I just looked at her and said, I'm going to post this on Instagram. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely like, scared like oh my god because this this would have been the first time anybody would have seen me apart from obviously family and friends that have seen yeah. me they're gonna see me with my, my stumps like I'm going to be nude I'm gonna bear all type of thing and I did it and when I tell you that the the amount of support that I had was amazing yeah. I remember every, I think I got about 80 comments and reading them I, I cried at each each one so obviously from January all the way up to the end of the year, I hadn't posted again. Obviously COVID had come, Yeah. you know, just depressed and every, everybody's just not in their right mind. So this day has come and I just said, yeah, let me come out again. Yeah. And it, even as I'm talking to you now, I'm even saying to myself that I need to be posting more because I know it's what a lot of people like to see. And sometimes if I'm in my house, I don't necessarily like to just be wearing my legs. Like yeah. I want to be free because... 
I'm, it's my legs inside another pair of legs. So yeah. sometimes it just become annoying. I just want to be yeah. free, you know? So, yeah, that's just what led me to do it. What's yeah, I think, it's, I think it's amazing that you, like, like gained the confidence to do it because before I'd um, followed your page, I had no idea what um, amniotic band syndrome was. Mm. And I had like no idea like the effects that it has it has on people's bodies or whatever. So then yeah. in your pictures, like it it like shows to the world like what it is. And I think the more people see things, the more understanding they gain, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And then they're more like accepting I know people should just be accepting anyway, but let's face it, they're not. <laughs> they're <laughs> they're not, not. So like I think like you said, the more you show that the more and other people with the same um condition can be like oh my god if she can do that i can do that like i shouldn't be ashamed of it i should be embraced yeah. it yeah it's great like it's amazing yeah <laughs> so one of the reasons i wanted to talk to you is because i saw a video i can't remember when you posted it and it was about when you parked in a disability bay mm-hmm. and a man had a go at you basically yeah. I watching it and I was like oh my god this is why I want to talk about like disabilities and hidden disabilities and how like people just get involved when they know nothing so it's, it's very similar to your aunt basically I was going to Sainsbury's and this guy had parked um in Elizabeth Bay and there was a car in between us and I parked next to next to the car and he was coming out from Sainsbury's and I'm just guessing just saw me I just thought, black girl, taking advantage. You look at her, had his face mask on, and he's there pointing. You don't know that's disabled. You shouldn't be parking there. So I remember at first I just looked at him, and I was just like, who told you that I'm not disabled? And then I took out my phone. And I was like, and I think what irritates me is that, look on the the steering wheel, Francesca. There is a big adaptation on the steering wheel. So why would you not just look in the car? Yeah. And I had, uh, and what's the man as well? The disabled bag was in the car, hmm. but because you just saw me and you just well, big nice car, and you know, um, blah 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 blah, you just assumed. Who yeah. are you? You're coming. You've come to Sainsbury's to shop. Shop and go away. Go home. Go and do whatever you want to do. Why are you troubling me? And then what's funny is that even when I when when he saw that I was disabled, he went, oh yeah, no, but you try and you have to understand because da 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 da. I can't even remember what he said. But it was the first bit, you have to understand. I don't have to understand anything. Mm. Yeah, because no offence, you didn't have any walking stick or anything. You were just an old man. Yeah. So I could have just said, oh, but what's wrong with you? You're walking fine. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't yeah. look like you've got this and this, but I'm keeping quiet. Like, you're none of my business. If you've got badge and you're in a parking space, then you've got badge in your pocket. Open your eyes. Instead of trying to attack me, look, because don't get me wrong, there are some times where... I've gone out with my mom or something and I'm looking for space. Sometimes I do. I look in the windscreen to make sure, oh, let's see this. Because let's not, um, thingy, people do take advantage and park in disabled spaces when they ain't got a badge. I went to Morrison yesterday, parked up, a guy came and parked up next to me, didn't have a disabled badge. So I get it. But sometimes that's what attendant parking attendants are there for mind your business and let them do their job. You are not a, a parking attendant. You're not the boss of me. So go about your business. Yeah. And, and it's annoying because that's not the first time that that's happened. And it probably won't be the last. Because yeah. people are just so ignorant. Yeah, it's like people, it's like we've, we've managed to like make this society where people are self-policing. And yeah. it's, like, it's like, 
it's really none of your business. Like you say, there's parking attendants there. And realistically, if the person who didn't have a disabled badge got caught parking in the disabled bay, they would get um, they would get a fine anyway by a parking exactly. attendant. So why has he felt the need to question you? It's just, it's, it's, it's mad. And I don't it, know why. No, you shouldn't. You, you probably feel like you've got to prove yourself, even though... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I hate that. But sometimes as well, I don't mind proving myself because I know that they're going to look stupid. <laughs> yeah. so I, I don't mind doing that. Because that man, trust me, he felt stupid, I could see. He yeah, literally. But it's just like, why can't we live in a world where people... I get what you mean, like, it's, it's hard to always have faith in all humanity and think that they're actually doing the right thing, do you know what I mean? Like you said, there's... Yeah. People up there that don't but it's like i suppose sometimes you just gotta let it go and hope that people are doing the right thing yeah cause confrontation exactly yeah yeah you're right so you like what are your thoughts on the way society views people with disabilities apart from obviously that situation like what are your how do you think like in general people view disabilities so you know the saying um seen and not heard or yeah. is it heard or not be whatever yeah i generally sometimes feel like that's us that we're in that community and then i especially you know like what's going on with in, in the life of blm i think it makes it even worse because i am black and disabled so it's like being black is a problem anyway and then on top of that you're being disabled so it's like you're black so it's straight away it's like oh yeah she's she's you know she's a thug or she's yeah. this she's that and then when it's disabled it's like oh she's gonna start talking and like they just don't want to see you yeah, you know what I mean, hence why it's like I really want to make, you know, the saying that be the change you see in the world. I want to see more disabled black people on TV. Yeah, I want to see more black disabled people in the arts everywhere. Yeah, because like I said earlier on, I didn't have anybody that looks like me growing up. Nobody, not a single soul. Mm. So you know, going on the news, um, last time this year, and you know, my advert, I had so many people get in contact with me saying that, you know, um, they've got a child with amniotic band syndrome and if they grow up to be anything like me, they know that they're blessed and blah, blah. And that's what I want. That's what I want. I wish I could have been that child, but it's fine. I like, I I made it. There's nothing like, you know what I mean? I'm good. Like, so if I can do that for somebody else, for all the, I say all the other little glens in the world, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do you think do you think like society is changing or do you think it's not? No, I do a bit. Do you know what as well? Again, with the COVID, I don't know whether you've seen, but sometimes when you go out, you know, there's people that have got that, that green yeah. thing around their neck, the hidden disability. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It's about hidden disability. So I've got one. And I do now think as well that even sometimes when I go into Sainsbury's, you've got the tannoy, they'll be like, oh, people that do have hidden disabilities, not every disability is being seen. So again, I really do feel like COVID has really intensified that situation. There are still always going to be the ignorant people. That's going to be so like in them Sorry, I didn't quite, you think COVID's helped it kind of thing? Yeah, no, I do. I do because they came up with this hidden disabilities because I didn't even know. I think I went into a bank once and um, yeah, I was putting some money into my account and then the lady just said, oh, here, take one. I was like, what's this? She was like, because she, she saw my hand. Yeah. And she said, oh, it's hidden disabilities, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, okay. So I went back home, 
did some research and like whole website about it. Like, yeah. And I was just like, this is fantastic. Like before COVID, I'd gone into a bank. I'd never seen it before in my life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no. Yeah. But do you think it's like that you have to state it? Do you know what I mean? Like to be, for people to accept it as in like, cause there's badges and stuff, isn't there? Yeah. It's like you have to state it for people to like not be funny with you when really they just shouldn't be funny with you anyway. See, personally I yeah. do because I've done it for so long, but no, you shouldn't have to. But especially if it's not like, for example, if I, I, I'm meeting you for the first time today, Fair enough, you already knew. But if I'm meeting you for the first time today, let's say it was in real life, I probably would say it like, oh, just to let you know I have, you know. I'm yeah. so used to doing it. I've done it my entire life. Okay. And my, friend, my friends absolutely hate that I do that. They're like, why do you need to say it? Like, yeah. Or sometimes I may not even say it about my legs, but I'll say it about my hand. I'll just to let you know that my hand is... And then my friends look at me and be like, but what do you want the person to do? You've said yeah. it and I don't understand. You want them to hug you, give you a pat on the back. You can't yeah, change it. It's like, then no one can say anything about it because you've already said it. And then if they do so- say something, because you've already said it, then you feel a bit better because you've said it first. See, you're oh. right in the sense. So again, it depends what it is. Because like right now, I'm quite confident in myself. And because of social media, a lot of people know I'm disabled anyway. Yeah. And I feel like going forward, like I said, I'm going to post more about my disability, show more pictures of just me and my stumps. But again, like, say, for example, I'm going to get calls for, you know, to be extras or acting or whatever. Obviously, they might know, they might not know, but I'll just be like, just so you're aware, I do have this disability. It's more of a, because I'm disabled, I can't do certain things just so that they're not liable or anyone's liable. So if anything, I would say it for my safety. Yeah. Look, I'm disabled. I do have artificial limbs. So there is certain things that I cannot do. I yeah. think now, as growing up, it's turned more into that. Not of, oh, like, I'm just letting you know because I don't want it to be awkward. Yeah. Even if it's awkward, I don't care. That's you. I'm quite, I'm, I'm happy with myself. I'm happy with my disability. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with my body. So it would be the other person, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like going forward, I say only to just, you know, look after myself, look after my safety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, whereas if it, yeah I suppose whereas like you say for your safety whereas if it was something inside of you say like if it was like a mental disability or something like that then you wouldn't yeah. necessarily have to say state it I yeah but exactly. I, suppose I get what you mean where it's like physical it's like well I might need a bit of help with this or a bit of help with that so I just want to let you know in case like exactly yeah just in case yeah yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, we're sort of coming to the end of it now. What, what okay. is there anything else you'd like to add, or is there anything you'd like to say um, to other people that have got disabilities mm-hmm. that are feeling like they can't do things, or yeah, yeah anything? So, like I said, I um, in two thousand and nineteen, it was really bad for me as well. Um, I suffered depression and anxiety and blah blah blah. COVID. I learned, I had loads of time to think about what I want to do with stuff. And drama is my happy place. You need to find your muse as well. Like you need to find what is going to make you happy in this life. For me, it's drama and it's music. Like you see on my pages, I love dancing. I'm African, do you know what I mean? I, I'm Ghanaian and Africans in general, we love music. We love to dance. It just makes us happy. So when I'm ever feeling in like low or anything, music I turn it on straight away 
And then obviously I look forward to my drama classes as well. And it's just never give up. You are always going to have days where you just think, you know what, can't be asked, don't want to, want to stay in bed. I've had many. I might even have, um, in fact, not even I might, I'll have some like going forward. Everybody's human. But as long as you remember to pick yourself back up and go, go out and get what you want. I have a, um, a poster in my room and it's like, you need to get up one morning and make one uncomfortable move because that one uncomfortable move will take you places. My uncomfortable move was putting the picture of myself in my stumps a year ago and look, look at where I am now. I've put up another one. I did interviews. Um, um, I've got I've enrolled myself in drama school these are all things that I wouldn't have done and this has come from the uncomfortable move that I did by putting myself on social media so yeah. again it's everybody has their own kind of time time different like not time difference but their own time of when they want to do it my time was last year and now I'm on a journey do you know what I mean so whenever you're ready go for it and do it you know I love that so that's yeah. what I would say <laughs> Would you just shout out your social media account so that people can follow you if they listen? Yes, I will. So uh, my Instagram is glennthegreat7. Um, Twitter is exactly the same. And then uh, Facebook, you can just type in Glennis Evans um, and type my middle name's Yolanda. And then obviously you've got my African name, Nakoshi, in between. So yeah, and that's how you find me. Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And Thank I love you. having guests that are so different because I learned so much from, from them. Like I've learned Aww. so much about you and disabilities and it's just great. Yeah. So thank you again for coming Thanks, on. Thanks, Francesca. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>